Chapter 4, we see one sat upon the throne. One. From verse 3. Let me start from verse 2 because Apostle John, who wrote the book of Revelation, by when the Lord visited him, and he said in verse 1, he said, After this, I look and behold, a door was opened in heaven. In heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up here. And I will show you the I will show the things which must be hereafter. Immediately I was in the spirit, and a throne was set in heaven. And one sat on the throne. Now who, who was on the throne? He's going to describe him. He that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow round about the throne inside, like unto an emerald. Then he went on to describe what was surrounding the throne, the 40, 24 seats, elders, and out of the throne, verse 5, proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. 
And he went on and he said in verse 8, And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, What? Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. What did he say? Lord God Almighty. Which means who was on the throne? Let me hear you. Who was on the throne? Again, who was on the throne? Are you sure? Who was on the throne? Thank you. What is but what was that qualification here? There's something more. Which was and is and is to come. What does that mean? He was. He was. Somebody that was means he died. If you use past tense for somebody, he died. Let's say he is. That means he was again by himself. He is to come. What does that really mean? He said, Behold, he coming soon. He is the one we are waiting for. He is the one Which means he was on the throne. It was God Almighty. But look at it. He said, it's like a stone. Jasper. Sardine, stone. I want you to open your heart. Throw away everything you have been taught. It takes revelation. It is a revelation. And I will tell you why, how we know this. Because all the apostles have confused themselves until we get to John chapter 14. We are going to finish it. Okay, he said, he was and is and is to come. That was it. That was a description of this man on his throne called the Lord God Almighty. He's not a man, he said it's like a stone. Well, Apostle John, who was receiving this vision, saw somebody on the throne. You know, Apostle John knew Jesus, not so. He has lived with him three and a half years. He didn't say, I saw Jesus on the throne. Oh, but he said, I saw something like Jasper and Sardine. Jasper's stone. But they were calling him Lord God Almighty. And they say he was and is and is to come. Which means God was and God is God is to come. Wow. Who is this on the throne? The Lord God Almighty. Okay. Well, let's see. In the book of John, again, chapter 1, you see the same terminology used to describe somebody. Because I don't even go in there. That's going to be too much. We go into that later. We'll go into that later if we need to, because today, that's not really my topic, but I just want to clarify. But he said he was, and is, and is to come. However, he wanted me to go back and tell about chapter 5 of that book of Revelation. Because it's a teaching, if it's going to be a teaching, it's going to take long, the old time of it. That's not what he wanted to talk about today. But he just said, clarify this. Now, in chapter 5, verse 1 says, he saw in the hand of this on the throne a book written. A book was written. And there was a proclamation. Who can open this book? Who can even look upon it? Is there no man in heaven? Or in earth, verse 3. Neither under the earth was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. Apostle John said, I wept much. Somehow he knew that this book was important. That book was important. If nobody could pick it up, the old man is doomed or something like that. But he said, while he was weeping, somebody said to him, in verse 5, And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. 
Behold. He said, Behold means look. The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book and to lose the seven seals thereof. So when Apostle John heard that, that don't weep, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has prevailed. So he was looking for where is that lion? Lion of the tribe of Judah. But what did he see? And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, in the midst of the elders stood a lamb. He was looking for a lion, he saw a lamb. And what kind of a lamb is this? Having seven heads. He says, as if he had been slain, this lamb looked like he's even dead, slain. He has seven, seven horns, seven horns and seven eyes. Oh, that's the lamb like, like, like we know now. Which are the seven streets of God. He came and took the book out of the right hand of him that started us now. Wait, wait a minute here. I'm going to make you to clarify to see this problem. If you see one on the throne, Jasper and this one, they say, that's all of God Almighty. And they say, who can open this book? And nobody except a bloody lamb came forward. Just showed up. Not really came forward, showed up. A lamb is like a little baby sheep, if you don't know what a lamb is. A lamb showed up, looked like it was slain, it must have been resurrected, not so. That's why he's still able to walk. And he came and took the book out of the hand of him that sat on the throne. Now watch what transpired. After he took the book, in verse 7, when he had taken the book, the four beasts, four and twenty elders, fell down before who? Before the lamb. What? They should worship God. Now they are worshiping the lamb. There must be two gods in them. It's only one. And if you know that the same one that's on the throne is the same one that is the lamb, you worship both of them. Right? Because it's the only one. That is the mystery. Because they transfer the worship of the throne, of the one on the throne, to the worship of this bloody lamb. But why didn't Apostle John see the Lord Jesus Christ, whom he knew? Because he, he looked at himself, if he, if he saw, he saw the elders, the human beings, but he didn't see the Lord Jesus Christ, he saw a lamb. So it's a representation. Just a representation of the man on the throne, represented when he came to the earth as a lamb. It's a representation. When you understand that, that is why they could worship him, the one on the throne, and then turn the worship to the one called the Lamb. Because it's the self-same person. Amen? Amen? Understand, that is the mystery of the Godhead. And they worship the Lamb and say, Thou art worthy to receive the book and to open the seal thereof. Now, that was why when the Lord Jesus Christ was upon the earth, in John chapter 14, that's where I'm going to finish this section of the sermon. All these people, all these apostles were just following him. They, he keeps saying, my father, my father, my father, my father, my father, my father. They are confused. To the point that in verse 8, he was saying he was going with me, not so. But when he got to verse 8, somebody, one of the apostles was bold enough to say, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father. And it survived us. They just show us this father. You've been talking to my father, my father. And so, what did Lord Jesus answer? This is the key. Now, verse 9. 
Now, if you, we always talk about this. If somebody is gathering some disciples and you are telling them things and you are about to go away and you see that they are still confused and you really need them and they, you want to really put them to rest, you tell them the truth. Tell them the secret of secrets because you are not going to be here anymore. So the Lord just helps you tell them the secret of secrets to make them really be strong. Now, this is the secret of secrets. They said, show us this father that you have been praying to and it will be enough for us. And what did he say? He looked at Peter and said, have I been so long time with you and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? Listen, listen, if you pay attention, you will understand this. Have I been so long time with you and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. What is he telling us? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how says thou then, show us the Father? That Bible verse alone clarify what I just mentioned on the, that was shown to John. That it is the Father of the throne who suddenly became human being and came to die for mankind on the cross, on the on earth. And then went back to the throne. He said, what he was saying was, I am going back to the Father. The position of the Father. Let me give you a quick analogy. If the president of America, everyone knows him president, those who know him to be president, when he's in the declared as the president, they call him president. Suddenly he went in and changed, came out as a golfer, put his golf club on, and he went to the golf bodies. If they know him to be president, they call him president. But this is just one of all bodies playing golf, he's still the president. That is what you are seeing here. That's why the 24 elders and the four beasts turned to the Lamb and kept worshipping the Lamb. It's the same one. Praise the Lord. That is where I'm going to. You can go on with many other Bible verses. Christ clarified to the apostles. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. That's why I said, but you see, why are you praying to the Father in His name? Why? Because if you don't pray in His name, you don't believe in the Lamb. You don't believe in that blood that sacrificed you. That's the only blood. That's no name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That's the name. You are going through the blood of Jesus to talk to the Father. So if you don't go through that blood, you are on your own. Like everybody say, they just hated Jesus. Ah, I don't like Jesus. I've talked to God. We made a mistake. The Mohammedans say, well, he's just a prophet. I'll talk to God. They made a mistake because then they are not going through that blood that saves mankind. Or these people say, we've just talked to his mother. <laughs> they made a mistake also. This also Jehovah can say, Oh, we just we just put Jesus. I've just talked to Jehovah. They made a mistake. Why? Because you don't come to the Father but through Jesus. Yeah. That sacrifice blood, that blood made human being has access to the throne of grace. That is the mystery. That is the secret. That is why he said they hated me without a cause. They hated me. Let me tell you my own testimony. Before I became born again, I was in the church. When I was in the church, CNC church, Christ Apostolic Church, they would be singing and calling the name, I'm singing to Jesus. I got jealous. Why are they always talking to Jesus and not to God? Why are they always singing to Jesus and not to God? Because I didn't know. I mean, I could feel some jealousy in me. Each time I heard them singing to Jesus, I, sing, I was in, I mean, CNC, Christ, Christ Apostolic Church in Nigeria. I, why are they singing to Jesus and not to God? Until I was touched and born again. Then I knew who he was. Then I want to be with him. So it is 
born-again experience that can really reveal this to you. To know that the same one that you say, Father, is the one that came to the earth. You are, not, you are looking at the coat. Don't think of him as a human being. You might, that's the coat we are wearing, this coat. Everybody put that coat down and go to the grave. But he took his own up and went away to show us there will be resurrection. There will be resurrection. The Lord visited me. I am so bold, I'm so confident of this. But the Lord is still wearing that body. And many are seeing him right now. That same body with the print of the nail. He is the only king of the universe that will still be wearing the crown of tongue. Glorious crown of tongue. Because no other person. He showed himself to me, man, he visited me in my house one time. We are just have given that testimony. We were praising the Lord. Yeah, I thought it was real, but it was in the, in the spirit. And the door just opened to my room. And here walks in Jesus in a white robe. The difference is that white robe was clean white, but you can see the, a glowing mark on the hand, a glowing mark on the hand, a glowing mark, like a reddish glowing red on the side and on the feet. He just came in like that. And I jumped, we jumped and hugged him. And what did he do? Touch my lips. That was the only thing he did. Touch my lips. I said, and then he left. When I woke up, it was vision. I said, that's what you do, Lord Jesus, you just touch my lips. <laughs> I thought there would be some revelation. But he said, you know what touching your lips means? My word is in your mouth. I have put my word in your mouth. So you do well to believe what I just showed you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Let's go on to the sermon of today. Praise the Lord. Let's sing one song before I go. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus the Lord. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus Christ the Lord. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus the Lord. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. The Lord. One more time. His name is Lord Jesus Christ. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus the Lord. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus the Lord. Praise the Lord. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. For all you thank you. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for you reveal this on the base. He said, you shut it off from the wise and the big men. You know, you need to base like us. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, the last time I was here on this pulpit was almost two months ago. So we only come once in two months. So if you miss a salmon a, 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 a or, or a fellowship, you might miss some good grace. And when I was here last time, I talked about hope. In First Corinthians chapter 13, Apostle Paul says something that 
Now they are, uh, they are, they are, they are appear, you say there is. Let's read the first Corinthians chapter 10, the last few verses. And now abide faith, verse 13, hope, and charity called love. These three, but the greatest of these is love or charity. So I didn't actually plan this. I said, well, last time I was I talked about hope, because said today you're going to talk about love. Amen? Amen. So that's why I bring that back and say we we are going somewhere. We're talking about love this time. But what is faith? It's a faith, hope, and love. These three things. But the greatest of it is love. Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. Put that on the screen for me, please. Because Apostle Paul is trying to make us see something about these three, these three brothers. Faith, hope, and love. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 6, he said, Faith walked by love. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision I believe anything on the but faith which walketh by love. So which means it's tying faith and love. So how are they related? Faith works by love. But he said those three things abide faith, hope, and love. So but the greatest is love. But how is faith related to hope to love? Faith walketh by love. How is hope related to it? Well, Hebrews 11 chapter 1, verse, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 already told us about what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So that's how faith and hope are also linked. So I, you know, shine something on that for me over the weekend, I said, but it's a faith worked by love. But we always try to use faith. We try to use faith. We try to use faith. But it's a faith worked by love. I said, well, I've never really meditated on that. How does faith work by love? Then it took me through these scriptures. To see all the miracles, we all love miracles. We love to see miracles. We want Jesus Christ to do wonders. No wonder we are not seeing it through us. Because faith works by love. So it, gave, it, made, it took me through all the miracles in the scripture that he did. And I'm going to just go through one by one to see that it was love. And what is really love? Love has this thing called compassion. Yes. Compassion. Because we say love, 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 love is the worst thing. See that compassion. And when you begin to look at the, the scriptures, it is the compassion that Jesus Christ was using to do these miracles. Gospel of John chapter 11. Let's look at the first story or miracle that, not the first miracle, but one of the things I listed there. The first one on my list is John chapter 11 and see where the Lord Jesus Christ did the greatest, uh, what say, the greatest miracle of raising the dead that was dead for days. Now when you look at that story, I'm not going to go through the story. Mary and Martha, they, they said the Lord Jesus Christ loved them. Yes, he loved them. But their brother, Lazarus, had been sick, getting worse, getting worse. Be sent for the master, please. Your your friend is sick. And the Lord Jesus Christ didn't show up. The Bible says even say, Oh, okay. So the Lord Jesus waited two more days. 
So in the human mind, you say, well, do you really love these people? If you really love them, you should run there or pray from there. Also, if you hear that your brother is sick and your brother is in Nigeria, what will you be doing? You begin to pray right here. Even if you can't fly over there, but Jesus Christ, I'm sure he just left alone. And he said, this sickness is not unto death. He said, but for the glory of God. So you already saw that. But the people around will be thinking, does he really care for them? But to show that he cares for them, this is where I'm really going, is verse 35. Because we all know the story. Now he came to the place and they were all crying and said, if you have been here, if you have been here, you won't have died. Praise the Lord. Well, we will continue this message in the next broadcast. The Bible said, precept shall be upon precept, line upon line. A little there, a little there. And I pray that you will not miss the next broadcast so that you can build upon that which you have just learned today. The Bible said, faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In, in other words, you can say faith coming by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. It's not just a one-time shot. You must keep hearing the word so that your faith can be built up. We shall continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.